see on CW contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. DC on CW, Legends of Tomorrow edition on Rain Man Digital. If you're listening from your desktop, take us mobile by downloading, uh, not downloading the Rain Man Digital app. God damn it, I forgot we don't have that anymore. Yeah, well, we'll get used to it. It's fine. <laughs> uh, you can find us on demand through iTunes and Stitcher by searching DC on CW. Um, once you find us there, please go ahead and leave us a review. It is myself, Lauren, and Bob in the studio today. Breaking down and discussing Legends of Tomorrow, Season 4, Episode 7, Hell No Dolly. Um, yeah, John Constantine screws up everything. <laughs> the end. <laughs> uh, were you surprised it took this long? Yes and no. Like, I almost, almost didn't expect him to do it just because, like, he knows a lot. But I guess, like, a lot of what he knows doesn't really fall within time travel rules yeah you know so you seem like he'd be the for me the first guy to break it because i mean i guess he's tried before by trying to like kick his dad in the nuts and stuff right right but that was just like i wouldn't exist and that's like all right that's kind of an obvious one like yeah take myself out of existence um that would screw way too many things up but just one person ah, screw it whatever it don't matter it uh, definitely surprised me. I, I don't know what I expected out of this. I, you know, we haven't really got his background yet. And yeah. it, it took almost two months of shows to get there. Boy, howdy, were we wrong, though? Yeah, definitely. We were so, <laughs> so wrong. So wrong that it hurts. Well, we are wrong more than we're right. Shut up. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. I mean, normally we we just praise ourselves really, really hard when we're right. Whatever. <laughs> no one else does. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, man. I don't know. All right. So this episode was directed by April Mullen, written by Grain Godfrey and Morgan Faust. Um, yeah. Okay. So this is this really is the first episode where we get like a ton of background for john um what's chasing him what the backstory is who's calling him johnny um we see john actually content and happy and in love and he has some roots down for a second and uh, he got a little carried away awkward yeah on a little honeymoon there kind of we spent all summer with john god i never thought i would see this um I wouldn't say never. 
I just think that we uh, we weren't in a place to see it from John when he was still worrying about Astra for the NBC show. Yeah, I just, honestly, I just always thought he would always carry that edge with him knowing that his time's basically numbered anyways. Yeah, he always has an edge to him, but, like, that doesn't mean that John doesn't take on lovers. Yeah. He won't make breakfast in the morning. <clears throat> yeah, he got he got carried away with this one, man. And, uh, I don't know, I mean, it, I'm glad that we weren't there for all the lovey-dovey stuff. I'm glad that we are here with him at the end where he's like, yep, I sent him to hell. Like, (laughs) this is the John that I'm used to. Because this was out of character for him a little bit, but not so much so that I'm like, oh, man, it's crazy. I I could never believe that that would even happen. It's more so that, like, the way that the CW would have written it, I'm glad that (laughs) that wasn't the part of the show that was, like, present time, you know? Yeah, that we didn't grow to have this relationship and then he's thrown to hell and we just didn't give a shit. Yeah, because it's not like John's never had relationships and he's never been, like, more intimate than, like, a one-night stand with someone, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, He's a human being. He finds people here and there that really make an impact on him. Um, And he tries to push them away at first, and it seems like this Desmond guy was... uh, really really good at pushing back and being like i don't care i know the risks whatever i like me a bad boy would would you have been upset if they would have shown more of this more like like just on the relationship side of it i mean we, we talk about like we know cw has their way i don't know if i would have been upset but i maybe would have felt like it was a bit much or unnecessary they would have pandered a little bit with it they do that with their romance a little bit I just don't like I was trying to think like story structure wise how would they would ever get to him being a legend if we would have seen any of this before today. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um but it's okay because he sent his boyfriend to hell and that's what he's been well, <laughs> dealing with. Yeah, which I'm sure we all have exes that we won't want to send to hell, but nobody were currently dating at the time. Right, right. All right, yeah. go. Gotta go. Bye. Sorry. Bye. Burn for all eternity. Have fun with Neuron. See you soon. Yeah. Um. So Neuron, though, like that's another thing. We finally get the name of like the big bad that's chasing him. Um. Neuron is a big, big bad. He's a bad, bad guy. Uh. He's an ancient <laughs> demon from hell. Uh. He came about in Underworld Unleashed, and uh, <clears throat> it seems like. This is from the more recent Constantine the Hellblazer, where Neron and uh, John Constantine went toe-to-toe. So I'm curious to see what Neron's going to look like, because he's, like, platinum blonde. And if I'm not mistaken, he sometimes he, like, has his chest exposed. Like, he's got this, like... And this is, like, old Neron, let's be real. Uh, like, old, like, 80s. Or, sorry, 90s, because he was 95. Yeah. Um, but like nineties neuron. No, it's chest isn't exposed. It's just like a like a V neck looking thing with like yellow. That's what it is. Oh Jesus. And he's got the nineties mullet. Yeah, man. I told you he has <laughs> platinum blonde hair. Oh my goodness. I he's like a honestly I never seen Lobo. him until I just Googled this right now. Oh man, I half expected to see creative by Dan Jurgens. Oh my god. <laughs> Does it not look like every Dan Jurgens character created in the 90s? A little bit. A little bit. Um, but yeah, so that's Neuron. 
He is a blonde demon dude. He does look a little cooler in some other, like, newer stuff. Um, I, I, I sure as hell hope so. I'd well, be- nothing in Constantine the Hellblazer, like, looked shitty. Oh, yeah, well, this art right here of what I'm looking at, you know, from well, the original. Well, that's the old 90s yeah, stuff. Yeah, that doesn't fit anything. Like, if this was in a Constantine comic, I would yeah. laugh my ass off. Because it looks nothing Ooh, like the anything. How is this? Yeah. yeah. No. It, it almost looks like when they put in old animation and the new animation, and, you know, it just looks <laughs> like as a joke. Yeah. I don't know. Again, I'm not familiar with this. When they mentioned the name, were you just like, oh my God? I was like, oh, okay. Because I know who Neron is. Um, and definitely in like Constantine the Hellblazer, he looks different he looks weirder not not weirder he looks like weird in a different way but like more like normal weird that doesn't make sense uh (laughs) a little more demonic (laughs) you know he's like wearing a suit a lot of the time he's got like but the also the art style of constantine the hellblazer was kind of weird as well so like it it worked it was um it was like creepy and stylistic and cool it wasn't like typical like comic book art if there even is such a thing anymore um but yeah, he's like wearing a suit and stuff like that a lot of the time. So um, he definitely still has funky hair, but hey, whatever. Is this bigger than the darkness? Like story No, but I think NBC? it's more reasonable. I think it's it's something that you can actually like. Because the, the problem when you've got other characters in like a whole big universe and whatever, um, do I think it's bigger? Not necessarily. However, it is a DC character. Um, they've brought him fully into the DC universe as opposed to like just old Constantine stuff like mm-hmm. from Vertigo. Um, and I think the CW has to be more cautious and uh, aware of not just trying to do the biggest thing because how do they outdo themselves next time? Yeah. So they have to be thinking about the future and more seasons and stuff like that. And like Constantine at NBC, they it was at NBC. It wasn't a Warner Brothers like station or anything like that. So they were probably just like, we'll stick with Vertigo. Like we won't go into the DC universe because we don't want to like have to deal with the DC characters as much. We can allude to them. You know, there was a Medusa mask in Constantine on NBC in uh in the the like whatchamacallit, the house, the place. Uh, safe house yeah um there was a medusa mask in there in addition to dr fate's helmet so like you know they alluded to stuff a little touch but not really yeah it was probably too much trouble so they were probably like ah screw it we're going with like real world stuff too um and i mean the darkness was like really a thing for constantine too like that was an actual thing but also, also, this isn't just a Constantine story with legends. So Neron is a demon that's come into contact with a bunch of different DC characters. So, I mean, it's just, I think it makes more sense than the darkness. Instead of just like, hey, I'm Constantine and I'm here to ruin the world. This is my crib. Like, you know? Yeah. And and I think that this kind of it makes more sense, like you said, because it's new. It's nothing that has to be reintroduced for people like me and you that have watched the original Constantine show and be like, oh, 
Now we're going to do recaps on what the darkness is and why it's chasing them. They honestly probably couldn't get the rights to continue any of that story anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? True, because like, we haven't seen shit this season. Yeah, just like... As far as throwback other than Matt Ryan as Constantine. Well, that and there's been like some things thrown in conversation. Like, I won't lose another child and uh, the darkness is rising. Like, but, you know, other than those little Easter eggs for us, um, yeah, nothing. So... I don't know. But neurons come into contact with people like Wonder Woman and, you know, like uh, JLA. And, uh, you know, he's he knows um, Etrigan, the the demon and stuff like, you know what I mean? So like, yeah. he's he knows other other characters, other things. He's a part of the DC universe and like a known character. Um, He what did he do? He. He's offered to bring dead characters back from the dead for characters. So, like, in Underworld Unleashed, it was... He tried to do that to Kyle Rayner. He tried to do that... He tried to... uh, He attempted to bring Jason Todd back from the dead for Batman, too. And so, are we gonna... Well... And and Barry for Wally. So, like, you know, he's just... He's he's a little dick. And, uh... And he knows how to use people against other people. And we have enough death in this show that we could see them doing this to, like, Mick yeah. or Sarah. Uh, I think Sarah's over it. She's already had that. Yeah. You know what I mean? She, they, she knows better than to take Don't play that storyline again. Yeah. Um, We've been there, done that. Yeah. But, uh, you, you you know, there's other characters out there that he could use it against, especially, like, Mick. Oh, yeah, especially Mick. Um, but, yeah, so I think I think Neuron was a good choice. Um, And I think... Because we're going to have something going on with um, potentially Clarion, maybe? Was that was that a thing that was just a rumor that we talked about? Did we talk about that? I don't know. I feel like we talked about a possible um, Clarion Legends thing. I swear we did. Um, it's It was a fan theory, but maybe not. Maybe it was just the Legends of Tomiao Meow thing. No, that's what that was. It was the the name of Legends of Tomiao Meow, and they were like, "Oh, maybe Clarion and Tico, but no." Oh yeah. Oh, okay. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. That I think we got into that a couple weeks ago. We did, we did. I just couldn't remember what it was that people thought was going to be that, but it turns out it's just a pun from the writers because they like puns and that's because what they do. Sorry, was a cat. So <laughs> we, but no, I think it was good. It was a good. Um, it, it's just always weird because a lot of times you you want you hear a name and you want to recognize it. And for me, with this one, I was just like, you know, they said it, and I was like, hold on, go go to like your commercial real quick. I gotta Google. This. I gotta Google. I gotta Google because I don't know to be excited or not. You know, it's not a, a Joker or you know some of the other character. But Legends doesn't really have like an A list villain that we go against you know they kind of wasted that with hey, Vandal man. Savage yeah okay okay I was like yeah. we had Vandal Savage man alright yeah um, and the Legion of Doom yeah yeah and uh, I think they save that kind of stuff for Legends because they know like it's probably not going to happen in the like one singular show for Arrow or Flash or Supergirl um, yeah I I don't think they made a bad choice though honestly no, it's just it, again. It's all how it's set up from here on out. You know that's gonna make that always makes the big bad. But yeah. we, we have a name finally. Seven Ooh. weeks in, and only twenty more weeks until <laughs> we know what happens. Only 
20 more weeks. We did get um, the name for the next episode, though. Did you see that? What was that? Um, the next episode in April 2019 is going to be Lucha de Apuestas. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Wrestler dispute? I don't know. Right? Lucha de Apuestas. Um, what does it mean? I don't even know. But it's a Lucha Libre thing. It's absolutely going to be a Lucha Libre like episode. Uh, fight of bets is what it means. We did it. We got there. Uh, it's going to be a Lucha episode in April 2019. That is our first episode back for Legends. So I found that out just by Googling. And honestly, that's where they wrestle for their, each other's mask. That's what? the bet. <laughs> when Mexican luchadors wrestle. That's ridiculous. Mm. All right. So the other thing that we were totally wrong about was... <laughs> Is this the wrong episode? But to be fair, this wasn't on us. This was this trickeration. wrote that. Trickeration? Wow. This was trickeridorious. Um, <laughs> this... It was because of whoever wrote the friggin' article that was like, Pee Wee Herman is going to have a cameo in in a Legends of Tomorrow episode. And it's like, nah, dude. Um, Turns out, you're wrong. You're wrong. Just because someone gets cast doesn't mean that they're going to play a a character that they've already played. Because they they made the the biggest assumption (laughs) that I think I've ever seen in the four years of us doing this. That it's a puppet episode and they cast Pee Wee Herman as something. So this dude must be doing Pee Wee Herman because Pee Wee Herman's Playhouse had puppets. Yeah. And and I went back and had to Google what he did because when I was doing kind of our notes for the show, I was like, fuck, I must have fallen asleep through the Pee Wee Herman part. Do you think, do you think people just have lost an understanding of what the word cameo actually means. Yes. I think that the, that this is uh, one of those like lost in translation things that they think, Oh, they show up for a little bit on the show. So it's a cameo, but you have to show up. Like I've can't technically cameoed on our supernatural show. I'm not okay. part of the show. I showed up as myself. I didn't show up as a character. I so, wasn't. So here's the thing, though. So, like, the the real problem with what they said is that they said it was a Pee Wee Herman cameo, not, not a, a Paul, Paul Rubens, Rubens cameo. Yeah. Because if it was a Paul Rubens cameo, that means he could play whatever, but he's Paul Rubens and he's on the show. Yeah. He was a, a character. But a Pee Wee Herman is not that. Pee Wee Herman is not who he is. That's not his legal name. No. Paul Rubin is a different person. He is his own entity. So, like, I don't know. That's just annoying. But it, I'm it, a, it really was. I'm a little bit glad though because I wasn't looking forward to that. Um, but I like Paul Rubin as like a comedian, like like as a funny character. He's fine. He's a good actor. Oh, totally, totally. And I'm and like, he did a great job voicing a murderous doll. Which is probably the creepiest thing that there ever yeah. is. Yeah. I didn't we like. We got a Chucky situation. <laughs> I did not like the doll room at all. Uh-uh. No, sir. No. It no, was, thank you. I don't know what was creepier, the doll room or uh, Ray's mustache. Ray's mustache was so bad. Why did they do that? Like, I have no clue on that one either. I Like, it, it, that was a cameo. That mustache. <laughs> from Magnum P.I. or something. 
because it was ridiculous. It was bad. It was bad. Like, there was no reason for the mustache. No, not even a little bit. I hated it. It other, looked so other, bad. I didn't understand it. Other than half of it falling off somewhere along the way. I, not even. He shaved half of it because he got spooked. He was trying <laughs> to, sh- like, shave or trim. As a facial hair guy, that happens a lot. And people always go, like, if I shaved, they're like, did you make a mistake when you trimmed? I'm like, no, sometimes I actually just shave my face. Yeah. But I I have other people that have told me, like, how do you do it? I'm like, I don't know. I've been doing it for 10 years now, so it's not that big of a deal. I can do a fade. I guess if brand brand new mustache, he didn't know how to trim that shit. Yeah. I cut off half of it. Um, (laughs) Then they let him run around the rest of the episode with half of it. I hate everything. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of weird things in this episode. Um, The doll was really creepy, but Paul Rubens did a, a really good job of being a creepy doll trying to murder everyone. So that was cool. It, it was good. Like, I'm going to call it filler because that's what it was. Oh, totally. Because but this was, was Constantine. And this was like perfect filler for like a Legends type thing. Yeah. You know, the Have pop them culture. deal with the comedic, like goofy over the top stuff. Yeah. It gets them preoccupied. It's hilarious in the meantime. And then you've got Constantine doing the serious like, we're going to break up me and my boyfriend yeah. before he gets moidled. You know, Professor Stein puppet shows up. Mick wants to burn everything. You know, it it was perfect kind of breaking up that storyline of Constantine doing his big fuck up. Yeah. Um. God, okay. So let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about some other weird magical stuff. Every time they do that, I get hungry for chicken. DC on CW. We'll be right back. I believe he's most famously known from Game of Thrones. Yes. As uh, Oberyn. Yes. And he's good, convincing actor. And I just want to say, it's about fucking time us Mexicans have some time. (laughs) I mean, we have Cassie and Andor being played by Diego Luna. And now we have Pedro Pascal. Oh, what the... Yeah, the Star Wars future's looking bright, and it's Mexican. It's all Mexican. It's all Latin. It's all Latin America. <laughs> Pass me a taco and a lightsaber. Get ready for an excitingly good time. Also, if you've missed our last show, well, you can also find us on your Stitcher app. Search back to tank. What are you looking at, nerd? Huh? I thought I was looking at my mother's old douchebag, but that's in Ohio. <laughs> Geek Out Saturday. I've never been a fan of Superman because I was never a fan of that overpowered character. Oh, well, I'll shoot you then. Nope, I'm bulletproof. Well, then I'll cut you. Can't. You don't need an entire three-episode arc to give characters closure. There's little things that they're doing to give us that finale-ishness. That we, that's not even a word, but I just made it. <laughs> that's so cool, like, just to get that insight. And I think that's what makes this movie special for me. Right. Is that we have 
the Batman I grew up with. The Joker I grew up with. We shot him when we go to cons because yeah. he will chase after actors. Like, no, not if you're representing the show. If I'm you're like, representing uh... the show, do not chase after these people, please. <laughs> exactly. Check up on your favorite Rayman Digital Geek shows every Saturday. DC on CW, Back to Tank, Weird West Radio, The Crossroads, and more. Geek Out Saturday on Rayman Channel 001. Listen from the Rainman digital app or tune in. Just search RM Channel 001. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, DEAL30, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD. Plus, free shipping! Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code DEAL30. Again, that's DEAL30. Because without it, no free stuff. That's DEAL30 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to Rain Man Digital's DC on CW. All right. We are back. Um, so, <laughs> John just keeps breaking the timeline here. Um, okay, so so he, he destroys the timeline. He's trying to send Amaya in. I mean, he succeeds. He sends Amaya, quote unquote, Amaya uh-huh. in... Um, and he has Charlie faking her American accent and all that. She's perfected Amaya's accent now. And yeah. Oh, my boyfriend. How's he doing? Great. My friends, the whole gang. Come on, let's go get food and talk about it. Like lures John out of there. Um, I like there is. There is no possible outcome in Legends of Tomorrow where this could have gone OK and where they could have gotten away with this and not had to fix it. Oh, there's no possible outcome nothing, where it would have been okay. No, there's nothing. There was nothing good happening here. And it'll be interesting to see how they play this off and how long they make this last because we have this issue in some of the shows and we saw it with Flash and Flashpoint mm-hmm. to where it was like, fuck, we broke it. Fuck, it's better. You know? <laughs> and Arrow, But this that- one thing is still different. Like, uh, Cisco still has a dead brother. Yeah, you know now. <laughs> Diggle's uh, daughter is now a son. Got a little wee wee. Uh, <laughs> but with this one, it, it's like uh, I, I want him to learn from what Arrow did because Arrow's been in prison all season. Yeah, you know he just got out. Consequences, you know, and actually have some kind of repercussions. So I hope they don't come through and try to fix this. You know, like all quick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they probably will. In Legends fashion, honestly, they usually fix it right away. Or it's a big universe risking like situation. You know what I mean? Like, um, but they've figured out how to fix their problems. And I guess it makes more sense for them because they they're now well versed in time travel. Yeah. And so they know 
stop it. You got to go back and there's got to be, but I hope there, I hope there is some sort of repercussion. I hope there is some sort of consequence. Um, Cause even if they do fix it entirely, I hope there's one little thing that's just a little bit different. Um, and then Zari's a freaking cat. I guess how else do you show that the timelines broke? I actually super loved it because it was an instant, instant way to see. You know, like um, Charlie's just like, all right, cool. We good. Oh, cat. Caller. Z on the call. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then she can understand her because of the translators that they've got or whatever. That we always forget how they describe it. Everything forgets, yes. We always Always. forget. Um, Yeah, but I, I, my favorite thing this season has been how many interactions with animals there have been where they've like had to talk to them. (laughs) Dr. Doodle owned the shit out of this season. Uh, It's been, it's been good. And that cat, that's so cute. I'm into it. I want more cats. I'm going to petition for more cats on Legends you want, you want a whole like cat episode as they're running Ooh, around it's cat boy. characters i don't even <laughs> uh-uh okay i i looked it up because we always forget and i've never we've never covered it again all the time we talk about this we're like i don't know they understand people on account of a thing that they did in the past that we forgot about because it's been two seasons like is it in their ear or they swallow they a pill? swallowed a pill which attaches to their vocal cords and so they can and so it like and translates speak. stuff yeah oh my god and yeah, the the ship like translates. Ah, what a weight off of my shoulders. It, I mean, and but that was in like the first five episodes of. That was in the first few episodes of the show yes. ever. And or the, it became. It's been the a show long time. Is. We just like accept it at this point, you know. No, they just they can because on account of a thing that they've already covered, but I don't remember the details of. So let's move on. Ear pill, something, <laughs> something, anything. So, uh, yeah, I don't. I I'm anxious to see how long they could have a cat in an episode for doing stuff. What they have the cat do? I'm all about it. I like cats. Cats are cool. I, that's that's what I've got in that <laughs> cats corner. are cool. Cats are cool. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you've never seen it on the internet, cats are cool. In case you've never seen a cat before, they're pretty cool. <laughs> breaking, breaking, <laughs> breaking news. Beep 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 beep. Uh, oh God! About, it's about as good as the Pee Wee Herman cameo. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, cats are cool. Um, okay, let's talk about something that's not as cool, but also still furry. Uh, <laughs> nice, <clears throat> Konane. Um, uh, the worst costume I've ever seen in my life. Not even a costume. Like whatever they have over his hairy ass chest. Like when he bends over, you can see like the folds of the shirt. Really? Oh yeah. So I've been watching on my laptop, which is like a 13-inch guy. That's like 20 inches. 15, 15 inch, yeah. Um, like 20. What's like 20? Your computer. No, it's not. Based on my measurements. Your measurements are wrong. I well, literally- of course. <laughs> it's a penis pun. I got ah! it. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. 
I got there. Thanks, bud. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen, everyone, I have been she's sick. She's been sick and she's on like <laughs> cough medicine and everything else trying to get shows recorded for us. Woo! And so I have to take advantage of that sometimes. Every once in a while. I'm actually, I should have taken medicine before coming here, but I didn't. So I'm still a little congested. But uh, I think I'm just delirious from like sick everything. I don't know. I've had an ear infection, all sorts of stuff. You guys needed to know. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I haven't noticed his uh, his chest folds, let's say. Uh, I uh, The dude that plays that character is ridiculously good looking. Really? Yes. Uh, he showed up on somebody's Instagram and there was a link to it and I looked it up. I was like, well, that does not look like that guy. I want to find out who he is. Who is he? Uh, I don't know. Half naked man on half naked man on the thing and the with the guy. No, uh, no, in Instagram, like he's <clears throat> basically naked. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll find it and send it to you. Perfect, perfect. But Darian uh, Martin, I did it. Oh, you found him. Did you look him up? I'm working on it, guys. Uh, I'm gonna let you know exactly what he looks like. Darian Martin. Does Let's he look see. anything like that? <clears throat> was he on the 100? That makes sense. <laughs> Everybody's good looking on the 100. Well, no, I just like... DW. Oh, I totally have seen this guy before. Um, yeah. Yeah, he definitely is better looking than... He was on Arrow for an episode. <clears throat> he played Robert Joyce. I don't remember who that was, but here we are. He was also a mercenary on iZombie. Man, he's just... He's, He's just, just making there. He, uh, like we've always talked about the Vancouver stable of actors. Yeah. Uh, what do we need? Uh, we'll take him and him. So it's always interesting to me to see. Um, so he, this is the most TV episodes he has been in is legends of tomorrow with Tagumo attacks. Um, Tender is innate. Hell no Dolly. And then he will be in Lucha de Apuestas. Uh, that's four episodes. That's the most like consecutive like TV series episodes he's been in. He's getting his experience in now. Which is bizarre. So like, okay, so <clears throat> in one episode of Arrow, he was Robert Joyce. In one episode of iZombie, he was a mercenary. In one episode of the TV series Zoo, he was SEAL number one. Hmm. Uh, in No Tomorrow, he was in two I, episodes. I as only remember SEAL number two. <laughs> he was government official number two in, in No Tomorrow for two episodes. Uh, he was in the pilot episode of The Arrangement, or, you know, just that episode. Uh, one episode of another show, one episode of The Magicians, two episodes of The 100, two episodes of Salvation as uh, FBI team leader. But yeah, so like, this is, this dude's like, he's not a bad looking dude. Um, and he, I, I don't know what his acting is like, but I feel a little bad that like, what he has going on right now is like, I'm a, oh, yeah, okay, I see now. You found some half-naked pictures of him. Well, not, I found the, the pictures of the, the the Konane. Oh, the costume? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it looks like a Moana costume with some kind of fur glued on top of it. Oh, boy. Yep. Okay. Um. I, in... in I think Mike brought this up a while ago that we've seen some very 
iffy costumes on people here. And that's all like I'm caught up on with this dude. Like every time I see it, because I've I watched it once. And he, like I said, he kind of leaned forward. And you know how your shirt wrinkles up if it's tight. Oh, I know. And you're I just know. like, oh. Yeah, that's a shame. Um, <clears throat> now I pointed it out for all our listeners to see it every time they look at Great. him on screen. You're welcome. My Christmas present to you. Yeah, he doesn't look anything like this. This actually makes him look more white. Wow, that's super weird. So the makeup that they put on this guy and the prosthetics and everything, I know they're trying to turn him into like a werewolf dude because like a, a cowpe is um like a like a cannibalistic like dog man, like a man eating like dog man, sort of like werewolfy sort of Hawaiian thing. Uh <clears throat> but it honestly makes him look more white. He looks way more like ethnic in any like of his headshots or a- anything. Yeah. Have you like you've seen the guy like Yeah, yeah. That's I- crazy. I thought that was just like a super white like corn-fed like midwestern kind of white guy. And uh that's that is crazy. Uh, okay, so, anywho, um, yeah, whatever. My issues don't lie with the costume necessarily so much as it does between uh, Mona and Konane. Super weird. She's in love with the fucking dog man. So, okay. <laughs> I don't like that character. At all. I wouldn't care if the wolfman was presented as more of a human veering sort of character rather than like i am more of like a dog in like a humany sort of form that to me makes it weird <clears throat> also you're crossing lines it's like a teacher being like i think i like my student like no stop it you are in a position of power you are a caretaker Stop it. You're supposed to look over this and like like watch over this person. Dog man thing. Whatever. <laughs> this thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh so that's super weird. And Nate unknowingly was like feeding into that, which is like, I think I know who you're uh who you got feelings for. <laughs> I totally like bad you for too. Gary. <laughs> A little bit. Oh man. It's like, oh I think she likes me. Yes, you should go do it. Pursue it. It's what you want to do. Like I would, you know, I dated somebody that I worked with. What if, what if, uh, what if the dog man doesn't understand? You know what I mean? Like, what if he doesn't, what if he doesn't really, like, I don't know. What if you're taking advantage of, of something that doesn't understand human stuff? I don't, it seems weird. All of it seems weird. I don't like it. I just... It's, it's a creepy story. Yeah. But in other news, he also doesn't deserve to be kidnapped out of the facility and like stabby stabbed. So, uh he he tries to protect Mona, he gets kidnapped out of there and uh potentially this might be the start of or a, a part of Project Hades. Um 
Which is something that Hank mentioned. You would figure that, right? Yeah, and Hank's not going to feel like Ava's going to be real down or real into it, probably. So he's probably starting it in secret. Just, like, quietly kidnap the guy. But it's not even kidnapping in in his eyes. You know, he'd be like, just remove the creature from the facility at night. No one will notice. Just, we'll do the thing. It's going to be fine. I I don't know. I don't know what good is going to come from that. It's not going to be good. Let's no. be real. Well, how many people can they just keep slowly taking? And how long till they get Nora? Till it's somebody that the legends care about. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's what's going to have to spur them to do something. Yeah, and Nora has honestly earned her uh, her keep, you know, helping out the way she did and giving herself up the way she did. Yeah. And how, how long until Charlie? Yeah, I didn't even think about the shapeshifter. Yeah, because she's an actual magical creature. She's a shapeshifter. She's not even, like, a human. She's immortal and stuff. So, yeah, I mean... Oh boy. There's a lot going on with this one. Yeah, there's a lot that to they're gonna have to play real careful. A lot to worry about. Um this episode this episode was good, it was fine, but it's it's really it's really an episode leading into all the next stuff that's gonna happen. However, I do think that the cliffhanger with Zari being a cat was a great place to leave off. Um Everybody like frozen in midair. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Um, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that pans out next week. I, I, it should have been the ending. We should be saying, we'll see you in April. Yeah. I just I, think that this is, I, I don't know what they can do next week. That'll top what we saw this week as far as like a cliffhanger. I kind of agree. Um, but I I don't know. I'm never mad about more legends. So. Uh, no, no, no. I'm not mad either. <laughs> I just, you, you always want something that leaves you like excited going in. That's and, true. Something to look forward to. Like, what the hell happened? Yeah. And How like, are they going to get past this? You know, and then. Sorry's a freaking cat. Coming back in April and being like, last time on legends. And it's just like Constantine <laughs> fucking up the timeline. Everybody's frozen. broke the timeline. Someone's a cat. Uh, Wolfman is about to either get laid and or tortured. Uh, <laughs> or both both uh yeah so i don't know i mean final thoughts on this episode bob like i said i think it should have been the mid-season uh i liked having the constantine centric episode because that's what i want the whole, like this whole season yeah you know that this was supposed to be around him and it really hasn't it's been more of you know legend shenanigans yeah you know and john constantine wahoo yeah and so th- this is what I've been hoping for, and I-, I I'm glad it's finally introduced, and now we can watch it play out, and hopefully get more dark, more I, Constantine. Yeah, I thought it meshed well, though. They did a good job yeah. of like dealing with two sides of a Legends coin. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's uh, I feel like you're right about how they left that cliffhanger. It's a big one. It leaves you asking so many questions that there's like an anticipation for April. But at the same time, you could totally tell that all of this was just build up and lead up into something for next week. Yeah. So I'm a little conflicted on that. Um, it was a good episode. It was a fine episode. I'm I'm happy we got to see 
background on Constantine finally. I love that he's chosen his little like B team um, and like his little crew. And he's obviously much more comfortable with females, like opening up to them a little bit. Yeah. So it, it's uh he found his uh his, his little his rebellious. outlaw band. Yeah, his yeah. little bandits. Yeah, so I, I'm glad he found his little crew. They're not exactly Girl Scouts, you know, they're they they do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I mean I just I'm looking forward to seeing what's gonna happen next week. There's been a lot of build up and there's a lot of weird things that they were teasing, so it should be fun. All right, that's going to do it for today's DC on CW Legends Edition. You can always catch any past and future DC on CW episodes uh, on our website. Bob, what is going on with that? What, DCOnCW.com? Yeah. That's new for me. Uh, we've I bought it a while ago. It just it points to our Rayman Digital-like section page. So I figured it'd be a good time to start promoting that. <laughs> hey yo. Since we don't have the app anymore. You heard it, it fits here in. first. Yeah, uh, DCOnCW.com. I swear I talk to my host. It's yeah. <laughs> usually not about this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, of course, we've got our social media. And, you know, we'll see you see next week for that mid-season finale. Bebo want cuddles.